Thank you for joining us today and a big thank you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. Karen and I have been trialing their designs for a few months and we can happily recommend them. All designs are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Today's topic is finding time for food planning for runners, and it's a workshop style. Karen and I put together some training, which we've run as an online program and challenge um, over recent years. And we thought it'd be a great idea to introduce it to you, our listeners. So we're going to be helping you find time for food planning because we know it's a stumbling block and sometimes a barrier to having a successful runner's nutrition plan. We've had great feedback in the past from the training that we've done, and we just had an idea that perhaps we could do it here, share the information with you and help more of you. We know that many of you are frustrated about never having enough time to plan, to shop, to prepare easy, healthy meals and snacks to fuel you running. And it's been a challenge for us too. So over a couple of episodes, we're going to be sharing with you our suggestions for five-step planning to make it super easy for you. So we hope you'll join us and we hope you find it really helpful. Hello and welcome to She Runs, Eats, Performs, the podcast for female runners of all abilities. Please join Karen Campbell and Aileen Smith, nutritionists, friends and runners, who are here to help you translate sports nutritional science into easy to apply tips and plans, helping you enjoy peak running performance. And especially adding in the female factors every woman needs to know to be a healthy runner. The suggestions we make during this episode are for guidance and advice only, and are not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. If you have any concerns regarding your health, please contact your healthcare professional for advice as soon as possible. If you'd like help from Karen and Ailey to design a personalised sports nutrition plan for your running, please contact them at Runners Health Hub. Welcome back. I'm Karen and I'm here once again with Aileen. And today we're talking all about how to find time to fit in food planning and why it's so important for runners. Um, Just to start off, Aileen, can you maybe give everyone a bit of background to what we're doing and why we're going to share the information we are today? Um, and, and just to let everybody know that we will also be doing a part two episode to accompany this one um, in, the, in the near future. But Aileen, could you maybe just um, outline what we're going to do in the background for today's episode? Yes. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, Karen. Um, well, the main reason that we're having this discussion is that for many of our clients, food planning seems to be the stumbling block or the barrier to having a successful runner's nutrition plan and it's something that we recognized quite a while ago and we've run workshops and online challenges um, helping super busy female runners which um, I'm guessing all of you are um, to find time to have a healthy runner a healthy runner's food plan and when we've done that training and those challenges we've always had great feedback from the women taking part in the training and 
we're always coming up with new ideas for the podcast and we just had this idea that perhaps we could share this information on the podcast and that would help more runners. Um, and we know um, how you all feel about the frustration about never having enough time to shop and prepare easy, healthy meals and snacks to fuel your running. And it's a challenge for us at times too. Um but having a lot to do is, is real life. You know, we are all super busy and we've got lots of responsibilities. But if you don't find time to have a healthy food plan, you know, the danger is that many things will suffer. So energy, body composition, immune health, which is still really crucial. You know, with, with post-COVID, um, immune health is important for everything, but it's still very crucial for us and top of mind at the moment. Um, hormone health particularly uh, key for women um, at any stage of life, really. Uh, mental health, too. We need a healthy food plan to promote our mood and mindset. Um, so it's, it's really why we're focusing on helping you today find space and time to make planning happen as easily as possible. Yeah, and we've we've certainly had a lot of fun rod, running these workshops and the different challenges, and we have adapted it really to share with you, like I said earlier, over two episodes, and we also have created some um, bonus downloadable um, work sh- workbook sheets um, to accompany these episodes for you as well. And to get the workbook, it's really easy to ex- access. You can check the top of our show notes. There will be a link which you can um, click. Um, share your email and we'll send over the the workbook to you. Um, if you want to see our show notes, all you have to do is open the episode on your phone, scroll down or, or your computer, but I think it's mostly on your phone. Scroll down until you see episode show notes and you'll find the link at the top of the page. And we'll also add it as a, as a download to our website as well. And our website, just as a reminder, is runnershealthhub.com. So you can you can access the the workbook that way. Yeah, thanks, Karen. I mean, I think a lot of you will be listening to the podcast when you're out and about. So having the workbook as a a reminder and for all the resources we're going to share with you will be really helpful. Um, so we, we've designed um, a five step process to help you plan in a quick and easy way. And the five steps are step one, discover your foodie planning personality. Step two, make healthy choices. Step three, make a plan. Step four, be prepared. And step five, commit to action. And it's a really simple process. And and we designed it for you to get used to taking the steps towards having a healthy runner's food plan without it really being a big deal. And as I said, we know you're busy. You've probably got lots of priorities. But we also know that running is a priority for you. And we imagine that enjoying your running and recovering well is also a priority And that's really why we always end every episode by saying don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance because we're really trying to encourage you to prioritise nutrition. Yeah, absolutely, because nutrition is key to performance. And and previously, we have taught these five steps in five short videos over five days. It's all about the fives. But we're going to do it a little differently on the podcast. So what we're going to do is today, we're going to cover steps one, two, and three that Ailey's just outlined. And then in part two, uh, so episode two, we're going to cover steps four and five. 
and um, add in some listeners' questions and feedback as well on the next episode. So if you think you or find you have any challenges or successes you'd like to share with us, please do email us at hello at runnershealthhub.com or post them in our Facebook group and we'll cover them in part two. So so um, let us know all your thoughts. Now, in the downloadable ebook. We actually start with um, with a quiz. So five questions, just looking at your personality, your planning personality, um, which is just a bit of fun um, to get you thinking about your foodie planning personality, because that really influences how you approach your food planning. Um, and it's really all about discovering how you like to plan and how you like to prepare your daily food. Now, obviously, to do the quiz, you will need to download the ebook, but we will have a, a chat about the different personalities here today just to give you an insight into what's um, within the workbook. Yeah, the four uh, foodie planning personalities we created, we just made them up really um, from our experience of working with many different women. Um, the four personalities are um, always in control, Carol. Uh, the second one is in the moment, Maria. I can hear you giggling there, Karen, because <laughs> um, not enough time, Tina, and disorganized Dora. So um, maybe you'll already recognize yourself in one of those uh, personalities. But let's talk about Carol first. Um, so if you're an always in control Carol, it's likely that you're always very organized and you like to be in control of every situation. Um, your meals probably are planned ahead and uh, you're never scratching your head wondering what you'll have to eat because you've got it all under control. Yeah. So so what tips could we give to Carol? So thinking about Carol's personality and always being in control, control it, it, it sounds really like you've got everything covered. But I think there it's just about remembering to be flexible in your choices, depending on what is going on in your life and also to listen to what your body needs. Um, so so it might be that you, you're, you're having certain foods all the time, but just what is it your body needs rather than you taking your head taking control and ensure that your um, good routine doesn't lead to repetitive choices sort of embrace variety in your food plan and change it really in line with your running training because being a, an in control carol it's almost like okay this is what I'm doing and this is what I'm doing all the time, every day. So it's just about trying to remain flexible. So so now let's move on and, and think about uh, Maria. So in the moment, Maria, so really you're more of a free spirit. So you don't really like to be tied to routine. So you're the opposite of Carol. And then eating is always an adventure in the kitchen because you tend to sort of decide what to eat in the moment. So what tips could we give um, to Maria? Well, Really, your pe planning personality works best when you have a well-stocked kitchen. Then you can really choose what to eat on the day. So thinking about planning a list of your favorite healthy dishes and just make sure that you are well stocked or, or stocked up. Always follow the plate balance really to ensure you are getting all the nutrients that you require rather than just thinking about maybe foods that are colourful and and um, fun, but maybe there isn't a plate balance there. So just ensuring you're getting all the key nutrients would, would be my tips for, uh, for Maria. Thanks, Karen. So now let's look at not enough time, Tina. 
So if you're in the TINA category, uh, you're probably always very busy and you have very little time to spend in the kitchen um, or indeed planning um, or preparing meals. Um, the danger with that is that, you know, your meals could be repetitive because you might shortcut the uh, the creativity and the planning part of uh, the process. Um, so the tips for Tina, um, you know, if you are short for preparation and cooking time, you might want to think about choosing some healthy fast food meals um, and base them on fresh prepared foods that you can prepare and eat quickly. And we always make the distinction between prepared foods and processed foods. So there are lots of fresh foods that are semi-prepared and then all you have to do is, is cook them and assemble them um, and then you've got a meal. So you, really thinking about foods that are already prepared that you can make into a meal quickly. Um, so you might want to think about um, ordering a recipe box where all the ingredients come to you along with the recipe card or maybe when you are shopping, you're looking for food that's already chopped and sliced and marinated and, and ready just to uh, pop in the oven or to do a stir fry, that kind of thing. Um, so that's what the tips would be for not enough time, Tina. Okay, so let's finally have a look at dis Disorganised Dora. Um, and I'm sure we can all relate to Disorganised Dora at some point in time. Now, you sometimes venture into the kitchen to prepare a meal, but generally find there are some key ingredients that you just don't have in the cupboards or in the fridge. And as a result, you tend to maybe just give up have a glass of wine instead and just worry about it later. Um, and like I say, you know, either we can see it in ourselves or maybe you've got a friend that's a, that's a bit of a Dora. But what tips would we give for Dora? Well, Dora, I have to say you're a bit of a worry. And I think it's really about um, trying to keep everything super simple, especially on your running days. Choose really simple dishes made with store cupboard items and only a few um ingredients so that it's 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 quick it's easy you don't have to think about it too much and and hopefully that the the ingredients are in the store cupboard so Aileen thinking about these five different personalities which personality do you think you are uh, well, I think I'm a mix, really. I think I'm a, an always in control Carol and an in the moment Maria. So I, I always have a, a good selection of foods available, uh, but I do tend to decide on the day and sometimes just before um, I'm planning to eat what I'm going to have. Um, the way that that works for me is that I always follow the nutrition concepts we teach. So uh, the plate balance and when to, you know, pre-fuel and post-fuel, et cetera. Um, so that, that's the way I, I work and that feels right for me. Um, but I sometimes think if I planned a little bit more, I'd have more variety because I do tend to store everything in my head and I, I just think oh yeah I can put that together uh, whereas if I planned I might um, be a little bit more in more sort of inventive I think um, so I do tend to improvise a lot so what about you Karen what what do you think you are well I think like you Aileen I'm a bit of a hybrid as well um, I, I I would love 
to be a bit more like in control Carol. Not completely, because I'd like to have the variety, but just more in control. I think that's what I tend to strive for. But sometimes I have to say I end up being more of a not enough time Tina. Therefore, what we have for dinner is much of a surprise to me as it is to the family. You know, none of us know what's going to appear on the table sometimes. Um, On the very odd occasion, I I would say that um, I would sort of venture into the disorganised Tina, try and avoid that disorganised Dora. Uh, but I do try to um, um, stop that or prevent myself doing that. But I, what I would say is that instead of reaching for the wine, I tend to reach for the kombucha. But I'll get a glass of kombucha and sit down instead and think about dinner later. So uh, that would be me. Oh, you're so good. But I mean, I think, you know, if you are in that place, just sometimes removing yourself from the kitchen for 10 minutes to have a, a drink, whether it's kombucha wine or a cup of tea, it would give you a space just to think, well, what will I do? And uh, that would be a good way to support yourself if you're a Dora. Um, so what I would say is if, if you are a blended personality, which um, most people will probably be, remember to place your strengths. Um, so if you're a mix of the personalities, it's possible that sometimes we'll stray into not having enough time or being disorganized, really depending on what's going on in life. So what I always think is a really great idea is to have what I call a fallback food plan, which is quick and easy, but will keep you on track. So that's the the food plan that you can have on days when life gets in the way. Um, And it's something that I do a lot with my clients that we will have a a plan where it's just like if everything is going wrong this is what I'll eat that is the best that I can do um and then you have other days where that you're more optimal um so for me my sort of fallback plan would be to have a, a protein smoothie basically for any meal um because all the ingredients are there and I can make it really quickly um and then the other thing that I, I often will have is something like maybe a green scrambled eggs or an omelette. And I'll use frozen greens that I've got in, in my freezer. Um, eggs I, I just about always have in the fridge. And if I haven't got them, I know that I can walk to a local shop and buy them. Um, so that's that's my fallback plan. And, um you know, I'm not saying that I'd have a I'd, I have a fallback plan every day. Um, that wouldn't be good. But if if I get a busy day or something goes wrong, that's what I would do. Yeah, having a backup plan, it's always a good idea. So for everybody, if or when you do do the quiz, let us know what your foodie planning personality is because we might be able to send you some more tips. Um, and just as a reminder, when you download the e ebook we will be sending you some extra resources over the following week just to help you and you'd be really welcome to join our Facebook group um, as well so that's Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners Hub and you can ask your questions there too so lots of opportunities um, for us to be able to to support you and help you out with your food plans. Okay Elin so let's move on now to step two. Okay, so we're going to talk about step two, which is making healthy choices. Um, and this step is all about coming up with a simple list of meal choices. Now, now for this training, we're only going to ask you to come up with 
four choices for each meal and then you'll choose from this list to make a two-day food planner later on and we chose to do two days because that's simple and we don't want to overwhelm you especially if you're someone who resists planning uh, because that might just be a step too far at the moment Um, so when you've completed all five steps we'd encourage you to revisit the list and create a longer list of healthy meals and the reason for the list is that once you've done the thinking then all you have to do is choose later on and you can update your list at any time so it's a bit like me knowing my healthy list is in my head um but from time to time i want might want to add some new things to it um so karen would you talk us through how to approach step two Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing we suggest is to reflect on your personality type and how you approach your food planning or not. So you could ask yourself, how much time do you currently set aside for food preparation and cooking? Also, which foods do you currently eat that you would like to change to more healthy options? Maybe start to think about how you currently eat. Is it leaving you energised or is it leaving you exhausted? And how could you change your meal ideas to ensure that eating leaves you feeling satiated and healthy? So just some questions to ask yourself uh, before you do this next step. Um, Aileen, maybe you could share some of your personal reflections as as an example so people can understand what they're thinking about as they answer these questions. Yeah, sure. So um, the first question was, Um, how much time do you um, set aside for food preparation and cooking? So um, my week, I suppose like many people, tends to be two halves. So Monday to Friday, um, I really don't have an awful lot of time. So I I probably spend an hour every day preparing food across the different meals. Um, And I tend to eat quick to prepare foods. So not much time, really. Um, I have more time at the weekends to prepare and cook, and I I really love to cook. Um, So I enjoy the time in the kitchen at the weekends, and often I'll make extra so it can be freezed, um, and then it cuts down time midweek. Maybe not that week, but maybe in future weeks because I'm stocking things up in the freezer. Um, So typically during the week, I'll have eggs or smoothies or maybe overnight oats for breakfast. Lunches tend to be soups or salads. Um, and evening meals, um, I, I make them as easy as possible. So either something that's slow cooked in the slow cooker or maybe a tray bake that goes in the oven or a faster fry. So they're all sort of healthy fast food that I can whip up in a, f- a few minutes, really. Um, so the next question you asked, Karen, was um, what foods would I change? Um So as I said earlier, I think for me, there is a bit of a danger that I can be a bit repetitive, especially during the week. Um, And I I would like to add more vegan choices. It's something I've been thinking for a while. So um, that's going to take a bit of thought, to be honest. So I I did buy a new vegan cookery book recently, so maybe that will inspire me. Mm. Um, And then, Karen, you asked me about does my food make me feel energised? Yes. Pretty much, I think it does. Um, you know, I, that's something that I really prioritise my energy because when I'm not feeling high energy, I hate it basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do notice, for me personally, that the things that sap my energy are uh, gluten and dairy. So if I eat a lot of those foods, um, that can be a problem for me. And also, the other thing for me is that if I don't have a regular time to eat. Um, 
then that can cause energy dips. So by that, I mean going for several hours without eating and having an erratic eating plan, which again, I very rarely do, but if if it happens, um, that can cause me a problem. And then finally, uh, you asked me how I would change my food plan. Um, So I mean, what I'm thinking really is whenever we do this training, Karen, I'm sure it's the same for you. um, It encourages me to think I need to broaden my repertoire and come up with a new new ideas uh, because I do have this tendency to make things up with ingredients which I suppose is my in the moment Maria you know I'll think oh that's the fridge I'll put that in or maybe I'll add a little bit of extra something and and that's fun uh, but it is always nice to try out new recipes too so that's the kind of uh, reflections I would suggest people ask themselves when they're doing this step and if you if you've got any reflections that you could share Carol yeah, just a couple of quick ones, thinking about that time for food prep, Alien, that you spoke about. I think for me, when I do have the time at the weekend, I love to spend the afternoon in the kitchen sort of prepping food and then I'll freeze it for the for the week ahead, maybe keep some out for the for the Monday and then put um, the rest in the freezer. And then I know I do have food uh, available for everybody during the week. Um, if I cook in the moment, then what I will try to do to be sort of prepared is I'll just make a bit extra and that might be used for my lunch the following day. Or again, I'll put it in the freezer and then it is a meal, even if it's just enough for one, but it's a meal for one. And for somebody that's home on their own for a lunch or a dinner at another point in time. So that's just a couple of things that, um, that, that, that I do to try and be prepared. Okay. So let's move on and think about what we ask um, you to do in this step. So what we're going to ask you to do is write down your easy, healthy meal ideas using our ideas or your own. So four ideas for each section. So that's um, breakfast, lunch, dinner and snacks. Keep it simple. Choose meals and snacks that you enjoy and are easy to prepare. Um, And this exercise is to really help you practice coming up with ideas. Um, Download the ebook because there we share our ideas and there's a list of menu ideas uh, from women runners who have been on previous training with us. So there's there's quite a, a mix there. And uh, we'll be sending you a recipe every week from our mailing list as well. So, so check your inbox for that recipe. And they tend to mostly be quite um, simple, quite easy recipes. So you could add them to your repertoire as well. So um, Aileen, just thinking about that and inspiration and, and food ideas, meal ideas, where do you tend to get your inspiration from oh everywhere really but I, I really love I love cookery books and I enjoy leafing through them and making meals for friends and family and then when I've made something nice I find that then I'll add that to my midweek repertoire um, and I do like making recipes simple you know when I, I read some recipes I think oh too many ingredients that's mm-hmm. just too difficult and um, so I, I'll streamline them down to fewer ingredients to make it a bit easier for myself and you know from time to time I'll order a recipe box um, and that's really great because you get recipe cards along with the ingredients and often the recipes that are sent are not something I'd naturally be drawn to cook so it pushes me out of my comfort zone a bit and it gets me to try something different um 
so I think, you know, the inspiration is everywhere, cookery books, foodie magazines, uh, search online for recipes. Even if you buy something that's already pre-made, I'll, I'll often buy something and say, oh, I could make that myself. It's not that difficult, but I've had the inspiration from the, the company that's made it. Um, so so that's me, Karen, where I get my inspiration. What about you? I know you've got a very busy family life. So when and how do you come up with ideas for meals? Well, I, I ha- like you, Aileen, I do like to experiment. I do like to to sort of think outside the box, try new recipes as and when I do have the time. So that weekend in the kitchen, if I can get that, I like to try um, new recipes. And what I do is I tend to um, pick up supermarket recipe cards every time the new ones come out. I'll scan them, see which ones I like the idea of. But then when I get the recipe card home, I'll tweak it to to my preferences for ingredients I might sort of swap things out and um, and then the way I like to cook so I find them really good and I have to say I do tend to um, scan the recipe magazines as well um, in the on the counters especially the vegan ones you were saying about you want to try more um, vegan vegan cooking alien and I do as well because again I find that some of the recipes are quite adventurous and not something that would naturally come to me to or a, or a way of cooking that would come to me naturally so by using the the recipes from the vegan um, magazines that really helps me um, experiment in different ways I have to say some of them are really um or, or sound really labour intensive. They've got a long list of um, ingredients, and like you, I think no, I can't. I, I can't be doing with that. I haven't got time for that, so I'll skip those. But um, but look for the the quicker, easier ones to to prepare. So so that that's the way I um I I do my cooking. Now um, thinking about this this um, step, um, I would say that it's important. Um, to start to build up your repertoire um, of go-to menu recipes, a bit like Aileen and I do, whether it's recipe cards, it's recipe magazines, it's recipe books, it's online, whatever. Try and just think of building up a repertoire of go-to menu choices. And I would say if you're an always-in-control carol, um, you'll really love this step. However, if you're more of an in-the-moment Maria or not-enough-time Tina or definitely a disorganised Dora, you might resist this step. But but I would say, both of us would say, please don't. Um, all we're asking you to do is to choose up to four options for breakfast, lunch, evening meal and snacks. And remember, you can use our suggestions so that will really help keep it simple for you. So my big tip for you. Aileen, do you have any other tips that you would add there? Well, just to to recap, remember to answer the questions first before you start listing your meal ideas. Um, The the answers to these questions are going to be really helpful when you're deciding your your meal ideas. And uh, also, you know, as Karen says, you can use our meal ideas. If, if, you know, coming up with your own ideas feels too difficult, download the ebook and um, just pick from from the list that's in there. particularly if time's short, that would really help you. And um, 
remember this step is great because as, as Karen says, it helps you build up a, a library of easy, easy go-to uh, meals, whether that's, you know, just a list on a piece of paper or some people might go to the next level and create a folder with, with recipes in. Uh, but really don't resist this step. Instead, indulge yourself a little bit, give yourself half an hour, um, it probably doesn't even need that amount of time. I mean, it really just needs a few a few minutes. Um, but, you know, there's nothing nicer than sitting down, leafing through a book, choosing lovely food. Mm. Um, well, that's what I think anyway. Maybe the, uh, the not enough time people are, are having uh, palpitations. palpitations yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But resist the palpitations and just sit down calmly, a nice cup of herbal tea and flick through some recipe cards or, or even Google. So, so at the end of this step, the aim is that you're going to have a list of four breakfasts, four lunches, four dinners and four snacks. And what we would say is just to aim to make them fresh healthy, easy to make choices that you're going to enjoy making, but also enjoy eating. And just try not to put up any barriers um, in the way so that so that um, you you um, well, uh, what, I, what I would say is to try and um, not be too ambitious, because if you're over ambitious, that might lead to barriers getting in the way of you producing um, the, these four four uh, meals uh, per day. So, and this is all about practicing the process of planning. Um, but if your creative juices are flowing, you can really make the list as long as you like. You know, we're saying four just to just to keep it easy for you but if you find that you you're you're enjoying flicking through the magazines and the cards and things then carry on and write a long list because that's going to keep you going and help your planning beyond a few days really it could you're sort of supporting yourself planning in the next few weeks the months etc so um go for it I would say yeah, one of the things that I do when I'm looking through books or magazines is I have a little pack of post-it notes and I just put a post-it note anywhere that I see something that I might want to go back to because, you know, sometimes you're like, I can't find a blooming recipe. Uh, but when you've actually, you know, if you've put a post-it note in, you can go back to your favourites um, or the things that you, you're attracted to. Yeah, that's a good, really good idea. Well, I'm doing. I wouldn't do it with the recipe book, with recipe magazines. I tend to put a little, a flick the page, um, turn down the corner of the page like a little dog ear, and mm. then it, again, it's easy just to flick back to it. Um, otherwise, it all gets lost in the myriad of recipes there are. So, yeah, two two more little tips. Good. Okay. So I thought, Karen, I'd just mention um, the Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners program here. Mm. Um, and I'm sure if you're a regular listener, you'll have heard us talk about this many times. But the reason I'm mentioning it here is there are a lot of um, resources within that program. So there's easy recipes, there's shopping templates, there's planning templates, some of which we, we are sharing with you in the ebook um, that will will help you. But if you want access to wider resources, uh, they're all in the Easy Nutrition for Healthy Runners program, which is uh, a video program that has all these resources alongside it. Uh, and if you are interested in the program, remember that you can read more about it on our website, uh, which is runnershealthhub.com. 
uh, look at the top menu bar at the online program and um, you'll you'll find all the details there. And as a thank you to you as one of our valued listeners, we offer a special offer for you to, to use a coupon code, which is POD, P-O-D, and that will give you a 33% discount off the full price. And that brings the price down to £199. And you'll find those details at the bottom of our show notes too. Um, so I just thought I'd mention that just in case anybody's wanting more resources. Great. Thanks, Aileen. Okay, so now you've worked out your foodie planning personality and you've thought about some meal ideas you would like to include in your your daily food plan. And that's going to really help free up time so you can do the things that you really enjoy, including your running. And in our experience, the people who have the most free time to enjoy life are the ones who are organised and who do plan. And um, organisation and planning, we would say, is critical. Um, so, The next step is about planning. So in this step, you need to plan out your training schedule and your eating routine. Now, we suggest you plan a two-day meal plan to practice. So you're going to write out your two-day meal plan, ideally using our menu and running planner provided, again, in the ebook. It just makes it easy for you. So first of all, uh, we would suggest that you decide on which two days you'll introduce the plan. Get out your diary and choose the two days and put a note in there. They don't need to be consecutive days, but ideally choose two days that you'll be running because it's all about sort of easy planning um, around your running um, so that you've got time to enjoy your running. Now, in the ebook, we have made it really easy by creating a two day menu plan template. So it really does take the thinking out of it again for you. And the next step after that is to note down what run exercise training you'll do or or maybe it'll be a rest day, um, but ideally two running days. So, um, for example, what time you will run and what distance you will be running and jot that down. And that will really help you to decide on how and when to plan your food pre and post run. So after you've done that, using your menu list from step two that we've just spoken about, choose a breakfast, a lunch, an evening meal and any snacks for each of those days and write them on your um, on your menu planner. So um, those are sort of the steps to go through. Aileen, would you have any of any steps or any tips on 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 how to do this to, to sort of. Just keep it keep it simple as we're trying to do. Yeah, well, the first thing I would say is don't overthink it. Just do it. You know, it's just like in in the moment. You know, be in the moment, Maria, for a second. Open the diary. Choose the two days. We know that planning can be difficult for some people, um, but really, just don't overthink it. Just do it. Uh, it's really a, a two minute job. Uh, look at your diary. Choose the two days, um, and then maybe. Uh, take five minutes to pick the meal choices from your list so um, you've already done the the, the, the list um, so you shouldn't have to make it too difficult for yourself so hopefully you've chosen food that you like and that you're going to be easy to make so just um, make that decision don't procrastinate and, and if you are feeling any resistance about doing this um, just think about a run you're planning next week and what you would like to eat around that. And completing this task is going to make you feel organised. 
and, and it's going to give you a feeling of satisfaction afterwards. And just think about the free time in the future that this task will create. So a little bit of commitment now and a lot of free time later. And as I said, we can waste a lot of in the moment time making decisions and procrastinating. Um, so making decisions ahead of time is a time saver. It might not feel it at the moment, um, but the more you do this, the more time you will create and you'll feel a bit freer. Yeah, absolutely. And what I would say is that when you have done this task, just take a moment to reflect and just think about, did you have any aha moments? So how easy or difficult did you find the task? Did you experience any resistance like you were just speaking about, Aileen? And which days have you chosen and why did you choose those particular days? And which meals did you choose and why those particular meals? And the why part of these questions really is to check in that your choices will actually help you fuel pre and post your running. So just ensuring that they're the, the appropriate choices. Yeah, and it's, it's not about being perfect at this stage. It's, it's just about um, getting out of your comfort zone a little bit and doing something different. Um, and when, when we do this as a, a live training, we're able to chat and review and share everyone's choices. So we get an opportunity to learn from each other. And we'd really still like to help you do this. So feel free to email us or post in the Facebook group and get the conversation going um, so that we can help you. Yeah, absolutely. Aileen and I are here to, to support you guys in, in everything that you do. Now, Aileen, that really brings us to the end of the first three steps. So just to recap, step one was discover your foodie planning personality. Step two was making the healthy choices. And then step three was making your plan. Now, it's all about playing to your strengths, like Aileen said um, earlier, by understanding how you typically approach or avoid planning. Then make a very quick list of meal and snack choices and then choose what you'd like to eat on two days to support your running training. So in part two, what we're going to do is we'll be really helping you with the real action. So putting it into place. So step four is all about um, be prepared, getting organized with your shopping and the food preparation. And then step five is committing to the action. So doing it on the two chosen days. So um, so that will be the next the next episode. So look out for that coming up fairly soon. Um, but Aileen, before we leave, could you just round up today um, with some of the key takeaways? Yeah, sure, Karen. So our vision for the five steps is that once you've practiced them, you'll be able to seamlessly do the steps easily and you'll have cut out any resistance and procrastination around healthy food planning and you'll have found the time uh, to plan. So it's no longer a reason or an excuse uh, to not have a, a runner's nutrition plan. Um, and having a healthy food plan, remember it promotes energy, body composition, immune health, hormone health, mental health. And all of these are really important to be a healthy woman, healthy runner. Uh, and we really want you to prior, prioritize the runner's food plan. Um, we want it to be as important and as easy as putting on your running shoes. And unless you're a barefoot runner, you wouldn't go out for a run uh, without your shoes, would you? Um, so we, we just really ask you to download the ebook. Um, remember, it's very easy to access check the top of our show notes. There's a link. You can click there, 
share your email and we'll send over the workbook to you. And um, if you want to see the show notes, all you have to do is open the episode on your phone, scroll down until you see the episode show notes, and then you'll find the, the link. Um, and it's at the top of the page, so you don't even have to read through the show notes. You can just find the link. And we're also adding it to our website, runnershealthhub.com. Um, so I'm sure the ebook will help you um, make sense of everything once you get that too. Great. Thanks very much, Aileen. And we do hope that you'll all put the food planning on your agenda. And what I would say is please share with your running friends as well, because it might be really supportive to them too. And remember, everyone, don't let nutrition be the limiting factor in your running performance. Well, this brings us to the end of another episode of She Runs, Eats, Performs, brought to you by Runners Health Hub, helping female runners to be fitter, faster and stronger. We really hope you've enjoyed listening and you'll join us again soon. In the meantime, we'd be so grateful if you check us out on iTunes and leave a review. And once again, thanks for listening and do let us know if there are any topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes. Bye for now. We'd like to introduce you to our show sponsor, Amazing Jane Activewear for Women's Changing Bodies, recommended as best leggings for running by Women's Fitness Magazine. We think they have everything a female runner needs. First of all, they are high compression to support your legs and bum. They have a deep waistband so they stay up and they don't move about when you run. There's a handy left pocket for your phone and a zip pocket on the waistband which is great for your cards or a key. They also have a hidden tracker pocket for storing a GPS tracking device, and this is a unique safety feature. All Amazing Jane designs, including tanks and tops, are cut to skim, not cling, giving you confidence to look and feel great and focus on performance. Karen and I have been trialing wearing their range for a few months, and we can happily recommend them. So if you'd like to try Amazing Jane Activewear, please use our listeners' special discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases at amazingjane.com. Amazing Jane ship around the world, so please check their website for details. Thanks again to Amazing Jane Activewear for being our show sponsor and for sharing discount code RHH10 for 10% off all purchases. Mm -hmm.